Hello and welcome back to the Kilobyte Podcast, episode 24. I'm going to call this Series 2. This is, I guess, technically Series 2, Episode 1. I'll probably just keep counting the numbers up, even though I think Apple Podcast now supports the concept of series and episodes within a series or season, depending on how you look at it. I'm back. I have been away since April. I think that was when I recorded Episode 23. Some different reasons for that. I got super busy. One other thing that happened was iTunes podcast bounced back the podcast for some reason, and I didn't know why, and I thought it was how I was hosting the audio files. I wanted to actually move all of this stuff to a new server and get that all set up. But I finally got around to actually spinning up a new Linode and moving my domain so it points to there and getting everything all fired up and I moved all the audio files over. And so if you are now listening to this, then you have received them from my new server, which is set up and running, and it's been great. It also gave me some good experience on setting up a web server from scratch. Yes, I'm back, and hopefully I'll be recording more often, hopefully back to weekly podcasts, but I guess time will tell. So now on with the show. First, we have follow-up. Uh, in my last episode, I recorded using my AirPods because I just received them and finally did a review of them. I did get some feedback from Alex, who said that he couldn't even tell the difference between my regular microphone and the AirPods. Uh, I guess that either means my regular microphone's garbage or uh, the AirPods are good, so take it how you will. I still love the AirPods. I use them every day at work. I still use them every day at work to listen to music, and I use them whenever I go to lunch, and they are always with me, and I have had almost zero problems with them. The only problem I think that I really have is the right headphone or the right AirPod when I put it into the case. It doesn't always click in and charge, so I have to keep extra attention to make sure that I placed it in the light flickered. But besides that, they're awesome. I love them. So magical. So that's it for AirPods and follow-up. Now for the main topic. Lots of stuff has happened since I last recorded. I went on a big vacation to Montana with my family. I have tons of great stories from that. Uh, I've done a lot of drone stuff, not as much as I would like because, you know, family and life gets in the way and trying to find a good place to fly your drone. Uh, But I also have, I would love to talk at some point about building my own drone because I did that this summer and I'm working on building another one right now. We also had baseball season, which went extra long this year. The boys are starting to get up a little bit higher levels, so their schedule is a little more intense. Uh, So we played from April until, or we started practice back in March and we played all the way through until August 2nd, I think. There was lots of interesting experiences there that I hope to... uh, come back to. Uh, But today I'm going to talk about Apple's September keynote event, which I guess you can call the iPhone event. It happened on September 12th and uh, it was a great event. I was really uh, excited to see what was going to be announced. There had been a lot of leaks beforehand, which I felt like going into it took away from it a little bit. But then actually after watching it and going through the whole thing, it didn't really matter. Despite the leaks, you still needed to hear Apple's story behind things, which is always uh, really the most interesting part. It's kind of how they position the things. You could have known that it was uh, there was a new iPhone and what it looked like, but how they sold it and how they explained why they have it and, and what's what its purpose is in the line. So I'm just going to quickly, 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 I promise, quickly uh, recap some of the stuff, uh, mostly just the stuff that I care about. 
So first, um, they started with the dedication of the Steve Jobs Theater, and they had Steve Jobs, uh, a quote from him, and he, you know, and the lights were out, and it was, uh, it was pretty emotional. It was definitely really cool to watch live. Tim Cook was clearly um, emotional when talking about Steve, so that was uh, that was cool. And then they talked about retail uh, and how the stores are not stores anymore; they're town squares. So if you ever want to go to a ta- Apple Town Square and go hang out, I guess that's what they want you to do now. But you can still buy stuff. So, yeah, it's a store. Uh, next up, they talked about Apple Watch. So they announced a new Apple Watch Series 3, which is faster, um, about the same size. I think they said the aluminum, the, the case of it is still the same size, but the sensors or the glass sensor on the bottom is two sheets of paper wider or thicker. So instead of saying, yes, it's a little bit thicker, they said, oh, just the sensor is thicker. So, yes, the whole thing is thicker. But it doesn't matter. It's uh, I'd rather them have a longer battery life and have it be a little thicker than than the, the opposite. So I'm really excited about the Apple Watch Series 3. It has cellular connectivity. So what that means is you can take your watch and not have your phone with you, and you could still receive phone calls and get notifications and send text messages and use Siri. And coming in October, you'll be able to stream music if you have Apple Music, which I think is really exciting because there's a lot of times where I just want to go out somewhere, go to the beach, and I don't want to have to bring my phone with me. Or if I go for a walk or go to the gym, I might want to get messages or play music, but I don't necessarily want my phone with me, and trying to get music onto the Apple Watch is like really painful. I'm definitely going to be buying that. I've had the Series Zero, which I've had, I guess, for almost two and a half years, maybe. I don't know. A really long time. It's been great. It still is really good. I still love it every day, but I would like a little better battery life, and uh, I would like it to be a little faster. And I guess Siri on the new Apple Watch Series 3 is is really, really nice and really fast and responsive. That will definitely be coming home with me in the next week or so, if I can get a pre-order in bright and early tomorrow morning at three o'clock oh no next up was the apple tv 4k not much on that front it's just apple tv that supports 4k and hdr or high dynamic range so that you can blacks are blacker and the lights are lighter so that was interesting it was expected at first i was like i'm totally getting that and then i realized i don't even have a 4k tv uh there's plans to hopefully get one soon in our house because we have a 40 inch sony uh tv from i don't know 10 years ago which is fine. It does everything, but it may be time to get a newer TV. It, I think I think it's time. So uh, that's interesting. I am still looking forward to the Amazon app. I can watch Amazon stuff now using the TiVo, but it's not great. So it'll be nice to just uh, leave the Apple TV on. And then the main event uh, was iPhone. So first they talked about the new iPhone 8, which is a new take on the iPhone 7. So instead of an aluminum back, it has a glass back so it can support wireless charging. It kind of looks the same. Uh, generally, it, it's it's pretty much the same screen on the front. That was, I don't know, that was fine. And there's no more rose gold. There's just kind of like a mix of rose gold and regular gold. So that's interesting. Uh, but the real cool thing that they announced was the new iPhone 10. It's it looks like on all press, it's, it, you know, all, the marketing is iPhone and an X, uh, but it's the X is actually 10. Uh, but I'm totally sure that everyone's just going to call it X, kind of like people used to call it uh, Mac OS X, uh, iTouch instead of iPod Touch, iWatch instead of Apple Watch. 
So I think iPhone X will also end up with this fate, which is which is fine. I I think it's an interesting choice, and I I'm thinking of putting together a whole blog post because I think what's really fascinating to me in all this is like well, what is the naming going to be? They finally cleared up the naming of the iPad and the iPad Pro. There used to be iPad two and three and Air and Air two and Mini four, and now it's kind of like they have iPad, iPad Pro. There's still the iPad Mini four, so. We'll see what's going to happen with that in the spring, I imagine. Now, what is the naming going to be with the iPhone going forward? So we have the 8, and we have the iPhone X10. Do we get an iPhone 9 next year, which is the same look as the iPhone 8, but a little bit beefier, kind of like a bridge phone between the 8 and the 10? Do they have a new iPhone XS, uh, iPhone 11, using Roman numerals? So now... That'll, I guess, kind of look better until they get up to really high numbers where it's like XIV. And you're like, what the hell is the iPhone XIV? Because no one's going to know that's 14. I'm hoping that they go with, maybe they'll do a 9 next year, and then the iPhone X, they'll just, or the iPhone, sorry, the iPhone 10, they'll just use code names like they did with macOS. So it'll the 10 will always be there. It'll be the iPhone 10, I don't know, maybe they name it after dogs, the iPhone 10 Poodle, the iPhone 10 Rottweiler, iPhone 10 coming up now. It's iPhone 10 Labrador. Maybe maybe that's what they'll do. Maybe because you got to stop with the numbers at some point. Because iPhone 13 sounds ridiculous. Of course, I say that now, and then in three years I'll be like, oh, the iPhone 13 so sick, crazy. I mean, the iPhone X I I I. So anyway, <laughs> enough with the naming. I guess I don't need a blog post now. That's what podcasting does. It takes away from blog posts. So the iPhone 10 is the new edge-to-edge screen. So it's got the same processor as the iPhone 8, but it has an edge-to-edge screen and no home button. As a result of no home button, there's some changes to how you actually interact with the phone. So you have to to go home, you swipe up from the bottom of the screen. We're used to swipe up from Control Center. Control Center is now on the top uh, to the right of the notch or the sensor housing, as Apple calls it in their documentation. So the sensor housing is basically at the very top of the screen. Think of an iPhone you have now, but take the middle half of it and the screen has the screen goes up on either side of the half. So it's weird. I'll put a link in the show notes and you can check it out. But besides that, let's see, it's got the edge-to-edge screen, no home button, has a face ID. So instead of using your fingerprint to unlock your phone, you'll just look at the phone and it will unlock. I wonder how that's going to work. Hopefully it will work better than Touch ID does for me because I have like the I have these terrible fingerprints that uh, just don't work. I don't know if they're too shallow or what, but it's I, they it works for five minutes and then and they give up. So I mostly just do passcodes on my uh, on my devices. Uh, the other difference is the camera. Uh, the camera on it there's two lenses just like there is in the iPhone 8 Plus, uh, but there's actually optical image stabilization on both of them, which is a change from the 8 Plus. And, uh, oh, the, also the messages app in iPhone 10 supports an emoji, which is kind of like, uh, it's like a Snapchat filter type thing where you can show an animal and you, as you move your mouth around, the animal's mouth move around like a cartoon. So you can record and send different pictures with, I don't know. The iPhone 10 seems really cool. Uh, I at first was like, I'm totally getting that. And now I'm more in the camp of, uh, you know what? My 6S is fine. I would love to have a new camera. Uh, I don't care about the screen size, even though every time I look at my phone now, I think about how there's that 
chin and forehead on the screen and it seems like it's really old because all these new screens um, from different phone manufacturers have edge-to-edge display. I don't know. I just, it's, the price is $9.99, which I, I mean, I'm not so concerned about that. I think that's a reasonable price. It's more than the A+, which it should be. And, you know, I think a lot of people are going to buy it, but I think it's also high enough that people are going to be turned off because I've heard some non-Apple techie people talk about it and go, $1,000 for a phone? That's crazy. So I I think it will do well and there'll be a crazy crush for it. Um, It comes out in November. The beginning of November is when it actually goes on sale. That'll be good. But I don't think I'm going to get one right now. I'm going to kind of hold off because... I don't want to drop $2,000 on, you know, a new phone and a new TV and a new Apple TV and a new Apple Watch. So I'm going to start small. I'm going to go with that new Apple Watch and use my old Apple Watch as a sleep watch. Whew. All right. Uh, that was basically it for the iPhone event. Good stuff. Um, not many surprises, but it was still nice to hear Apple's story on everything. So you can uh, find the show notes at keeksands.org slash kilobyte slash 24. You can also follow me on Twitter, at Keeksands. You can also uh, follow me on micro.blog, keeksands.micro.blog. That's a kind of Twitter-like thing, but way cooler because you basically can more easily own your content. You can type a little bit more if you want to, and it can cross-post to different places. So um, I don't think it's open to the public quite yet, but you can put a request in to get a username if you want. But totally check me out there, too, and... um, have a great day. Then the the opposite, which would be, you know, not that.